Welcome back to Kindle Cast. This your host, Super Champ Chuck. We back at it with another episode. <laughs> Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share all your social media platforms. As everyone knows, we are grinding it out. We are pushing the content even more as it is draft season. We are three weeks away from the 2023 NFL draft here in Kansas City at Union Station. But before we get to that, I'd like to introduce my guy, Country, at the top right. Uh, Kylie and, and Boogie, they're not here. They had other obligations. Um, hopefully, they'll be back next week. But we'd like to welcome back Ken Swanson from Kansas City Sports Network. How you doing, man? I want to know how Zach Eisen did yesterday is what I want to know. He did good. I think he, he's getting way more comfortable on camera. Um, he's he's very he's very steadfast in his thoughts. We we discussed the Nick Bolton situation. He clarified a lot. So I think he did good. I think That's he did good. Great, I just yeah, I just want to. He he helped us with the guy this year. I like that kid. He's like he's a yeah. kid, man. Like he could be country's kid, right? Yo, <laughs> yo. <laughs> I asked him was it past his bedtime. He was like, I, I uh, he was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, hey, um, I say this every time. Ask Jordan. Uh, good to see Jordan. Jordan. Jordan, Jordan still knows who we are, Chuck. Right. What's that? up, man? What up, I ain't seen Jordan in, man, since he retired in 98. But uh, I always tell Jordan, I said, there's a bright future for that kid. If he stays where he needs to stay and on the right path, there's a bright future for the kid. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Shout out to young Zach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I also want to shout out Jordan again, man. Jordan, he brought back memories because he, like, he, he was Jordan, on here. call me, baby. Call me, Jay. You know him and uh him and Tucker, they were the Hardy Boys when uh, that was on a previous <laughs> platform. So man, wow, we've come a long way from Young Tuck. Tuck, you sound just like you tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We totally off the rails already. All right. I I just right. love when I love when we were at training camp a couple years ago and you said something you shouldn't have. I said, I said, country, calm down. There's kids around. And he said, it's a good point. Sorry, Tucker. <laughs> oh, man. We always have that, was time a, that was a hell of a day. Was that every was everybody there but Craig? Was Craig there? I think day? Craig might have been there, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Craig was there. Oh, was yeah. That was I don't think hell he was of a day. Last year. It was a good day. Hell, hell of a day, bro. <laughs> So, draft season, Kent, it is your draft. It is your time, buddy. This is where you shine the greatest. You shine all year, but you especially shine during this period right here. How you feeling, bro? Man, I mean, like, we're, like, three weeks away from, like, feeling great, you know? Because, like, this is just, like, a this is the crazy busy season. We launched the book on Wednesday, and, like, we're just running around a little bit, like, chickens with our heads cut off. But, I mean... What it's gonna be so much fun, man! Like we're getting, we're gonna have to see the draft in KC. We're gonna see all these players and all this stuff, and, and we're gonna, you know, the Chiefs are gonna add some players, and it's all gonna be celebrating in our hometown. Like, it, come on, it's gonna be awesome! I can't wait. Can't match yeah, much it's, more, man. It's, it's in Kansas City, bro. <laughs> like it's. It have you really wrap your mind around it's in Kansas City? No, because like I mean, I've been just too busy worrying about everything else. But like, it's just crazy that like we're going to get that opportunity to, you know, like all the, we're going to, we're going to show Kansas city off to everybody. 
we're gonna get to celebrate we're gonna i mean you know how kansas city people are like the fans are it's gonna be insane the celebrations are gonna be insane here the chiefs call a pick which i i will be i will eat a bit of my hair if the chiefs don't make a pick in the first round um <laughs> but like Clip when that, that moment Clip happens that. it's gonna be awesome you know like we're we're gonna get to we're gonna get to see like a big celebration to be a big party whenever the Chiefs finally make that pick. Like, I, just, it's, I can't wait. Yeah, I, seriously, I, I seriously have doubts that the Chiefs going to trade out the first round. We, you're going to see a pick, man. Like, I can't see them trade out the first round and not have a pick on the first night. Like, come on. Yeah, I it's happening. It. It's a lot. We are not the Raiders. <laughs> right. But before we get to all that, man, let's go and get to the breaking news. Uh, the Chiefs did make a signing today. They signed Richie James from the New York Ooh. Giants, a oh. wide receiver. Not the wide receiver that a uh, majority of fans were looking forward to, but Richie James, he was he was good in garbage time last year. And when he did have more opportunities to play, he did all right. He wasn't bad. You know, he's got some <laughs> ability. But I think you may be looking at a guy who could be like a fourth wide receiver or play on special teams, you know, something like that. So, I mean, what was your thoughts on the side in Kent? I mean, I don't think it changes much of your outlook on the receiver position personally so like i think he's probably a veteran minimum type deal like he's not a guy that i think is actually getting real like a bunch of real money out of this mm -hmm. i think they're just adding him and he's got returnability he can you know run routes from the slot he's kind of a smaller guy which maybe not matter because half the, the receivers we're trying to talk ourselves into in the draft are smaller anyway but um I don't know. Like, I, I he's a fine addition to get like this late in April. Like, it makes a lot of sense to to add a veteran if you can get him at, at the right price. So, um, yeah, he's he's not a, a burner. He's not a guy that's going to run away from a bunch of people over the top. You're not going to win down the field with him, but he's an underneath kind of receiver, and he's got some ability to him. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that is a first cut from Kent. I mean, at least it looks that way. <laughs> oh, this is like three. Minute. This is like three weeks, four weeks. We're I yeah, I'm this is this is this is it's been a minute actually. So thank hey, you. Hey man, do you, do you go to a barber shop? You definitely don't do super cuts, right? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I got dude. There's have you guys are there's this place called Scissors and Scotch where you can go get your hair cut. Yeah, and I heard then it, you go to like it kind of feels like a like almost like a cigar bar vibe. Uh huh. Big plush leather couches, and you get a free cocktail too. <laughs> So like you get to hang out and all that stuff, but yeah, it's great. That's where I go. I'm, I'm gonna ask my barber to incorporate hot towels. I just need a every once in a while. I get that, dude. Country, I'm gonna take you to Citizen Scotch sometime. I mean, you're paying, but I'm gonna take you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, back on, back on track, back on track, back on track. It's a great concept, though, Citizen Scotch. I mean, it's oh, a great concept, dude. It's fun, man. So, yeah, I, I, I can't. Tell me why we need to trade up, because I, I don't I don't feel we have to trade up. Uh, I I just okay. We don't I'll, have to trade up. <laughs> There's right, plenty of talent in this draft. Who's your all right? So are you locked into a position? I am more. I judge edge rusher first. I think okay. edge rusher is the biggest need. Um, I think I don't know if it was you or Maddie, but somebody tweeted we have what two defensive tackles? We have zero defensive tackles under contract next year. That that sounds like a hole. 
<laughs> offensive tackle, wide receiver. Those are my okay. holes right there. So if I got to – I don't want to sacrifice my third and fourth round pick and fill one hole and still have two holes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it doesn't help me. Okay, so if you think that there's just four clear positions like that where none of them have a bigger priority, you know – whatever happens happens then yeah you don't need to trade up if you got a guy that you want specifically if there's a couple guys that you want specifically you might need to move up or if you see a guy falling like i'll throw i'll throw miles murphy name Mur murphy's name out if you want miles murphy you gotta trade up you might be able to get him at 20 so is it worth sacrificing the 63rd pick and 31 to go up and get miles murphy if you love miles murphy sure receivers you might have jalen hyatt and quentin johnson available at 31 oh, brother maybe do you want one of those or do you want one of the top three guys so like those i mean those are just the questions like you gotta i think depending on how like how you feel about the tears in the pockets of this draft is how you decide whether or not you personally feel like you want to see the chiefs move up so i guess that's kind of how i'd look at it that is a perfect segue because you mentioned the 63rd pick, right? I want to go back to a tweet that you brought up uh, at the end of March. So you just randomly brought up Marvin Mills' name up, saying mm -hmm. that Marvin Mills at 63, greater than Jalen Hyde at number 31. And then you said, with that being said, Jalen Hyde, you are a Kansas City Chief. <laughs> now, Kent, I did not like that. I was like, Kent, that's not a funny joke. That's not funny at all. Like, what are, what are you doing here? And then you see this report today uh, from NFL Network. James Palmer reported on this, but it's from uh, it's from a guy who does one of the mock drafts. First, Chad Reader. Chad. Yeah, Chad Reader. And he had Jalen Hyatt um, at 25. The Chiefs traded up to get Jalen Hyatt. So, I mean, Kim, please don't tell me you're speaking this to existence, man. I'm not, like, I'm not trying here? to. I'm not trying to. <laughs> I'm not trying to, bro. Like, when – <laughs> if you guys remember the Nick Bolton draft, when the Chiefs had a first-round pick, I did not want them to take Nick Bolton with the first pick. I told him I, I remember said, that. Yeah, I was very I adamant, that. did not want that. <laughs> Second round, it's a little bit more manageable. I did not want him to be the pick in the first round. So I'm just terrified that I'm saying all of that and having any negative opinion about Jalen Hyatt at pick 31 relative. Like, I'm just scared that, like, that's going to happen again. Like, that, of course, that's going to happen again, right? I don't know, man. It, Hyatt scares me, and I'm just I'm nervous about taking a guy that runs in an offense that doesn't really translate well to the NFL. That's really good at one thing. He's very, very, very good at that one thing, which is running fast by people and tracking the football over his head. I mean, Marvin Mims does that too. <laughs> you can get him at three, maybe. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of nervous. But I'm, I'm with you, Ken. I'm nervous about Jalen Hyde myself. Um, I mean, I watch somebody. He, he kind of has that McCole Hartman type of game in a sense, just mm -hmm. on what he does. But I feel like when I watched the play against Alabama, it kind of reminded me of how South Carolina was defending Kaitlyn Clark in the Final Four. Like they just kept letting her go right and get a layup. So that's why kind of that's why I was watching with Jalen Hyde. Like they kept leaving him one on one on island. He just ran by guys. They were. On a I, that Bama game made Jalen Hyatt so much money. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, if he doesn't have that game, I don't know if we're even having this conversation right now because he he blew bass he blew bass a, a bunch of guys that you know there's some guys that are going to make the league, but none of them tested well. 
It's like you, you, me, and country out there playing in the secondary, trying to turn and run with Jalen Hyatt. So I don't know if I trust it. And so I, I, he's fast. Don't get me wrong, but he's not this four two McCall. He's not McCall fast for me. So yeah. All right. So uh, it, it looks like some of the guys in the chat want you to break down Manny Forbes, man. Emmanuel Forbes. So, Emmanuel Forbes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh sure. So, uh, <laughs> Chuck, how much you weigh? <laughs> I weigh I weigh a little over one sixty, man. <laughs> so does Emmanuel Forbes. That's not even a joke, man. Uh, Emmanuel Forbes is six one, one hundred and sixty six pounds. He's super long. Um, and he is. He's got exceptional ball production. Like that dude makes a ton of plays on the football. He had like six interceptions last year. I think he had 10 pass breakups. And I mean, he's don't get me wrong, like super ball productive. And he kind of he'll take some chances from time to time. He's you know a little bit of a guesser at times, but like it's hard to deny a guy that's actually able to make those kind of plays. He's 166 pounds, though. So what do you do with that? Do you, are you worried about, I mean, he's a willing tackler. It's not that he's not, he's he's not afraid to tackle, but like, are you worried that him having to hold up as a tackler is going to prevent him from being able to stay healthy at 166 pounds? Like, I don't know. That's the big question for him. Like, I don't think the talent's an issue. I just think it's, he's so slender. He's not going to put a ton of weight on. How's he going to handle the physicality? Is he going to be able to hold up physically? That's the, those are the big questions for him, but like good football player, like a really good football player. Yeah, I don't know what happened to country. Your country out here sitting sideways or whatnot. But yeah, uh, sorry, but, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Yeah. So we don't want Hyatt. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I don't really want him. No, I wouldn't I'm be. I'm Marvin Mims guy. I'm Marvin. a Marvin Mims guy. Is that bad? Is that is am I crazy for that? No, I think. He does a lot of the things down the field that Hyatt does. If you go watch him when Caleb Williams was his quarterback in 2021, you're gonna you're gonna get a better picture of what he's able to to do as a field stretcher too. But like, yeah, I mean it's the same similar skill sets to Hyatt. Mims actually weighs more than Hyatt. He's a little shorter, but like he's thicker than Hyatt. And I mean, he's just a downfield. He's another, he's the same kind of thing. He's just a downfield guy that stretches the field. And if you're, that's the trait that you're really craving. I'd rather just take Mims at 63 and take whoever falls to you at 31 and feel good about it. I think I asked, I asked somebody this question. What do you think currently constructed the Chiefs wide receiver room is missing? Good what players. Skills of, oh. <laughs> he no. said good players. Like, I, so me and like me and Maddie were talking a little bit about this the other day. I don't think the Chiefs are typecasting at receiver. Like I don't think that they're saying I want this specific ingredient right now. I I think the board's pretty open at the receiver spot to where they're gonna say Andy's gonna find find me a talented receiver. I'll figure out how to make all these guys work because like they kind of do that a little bit anyway at times. So it's I don't know if it's like, hey, they need a guy that's gonna, you know, play above the rim. Is Mahomes going to throw a bunch of, you know, throws on a body of a guy outside the numbers any more now? I don't. I mean, he hasn't done a ton of that yet. So, I don't know. I think I think it's just finding a like best player available at receiver is what they need. They need the best talent that they can add into the receiver room 
and figure it out from there. Like that's, I mean, Sky Sky can be good. Kadarius can be. I mean, Kadarius is good when he when he's healthy. MVS is is what he is, and there's some there's some there's some value to it. But I think you just need to ask. I think you just need to add 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 talent to that room. This is a SN chat room right now. The whole, the whole shout, group thing shout everybody pulling up, man. What, <laughs> BJ, watch BJ go pull up randomly all of a sudden during the show. It, but uh, it, that's so, happened like, one time before when BJ pulled up. <laughs> that was fun. Hi, right. Craig. I miss Craig. Hi, Craig. Um, right, Craig, Craig on the Twitter no more. But yo, I want to back. So, so define like um, so to define the good players when you look at the wide receiver class. That you think could fit here in Kansas City, like just the good ones. Yeah, the Florida wide receiver group. Okay, so both of them. There's Zay Flowers. Like are you talking about in the draft? Zay Flowers is good yeah, in the draft. Zay, Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison, Jackson Smith, and Jigbo, who I think is the first receiver taken. Quentin Johnston. Uh that's the top four. You know, mm-hmm. that's like kind of your clear tier top four to me. Um, and then there's, you know, some guys that are a little bit more narrow skill sets after that. Um, we can talk about Jalen Hyatt. He's kind of a mid-tier guy, but he's is in between. He's not, he's, he's, he's like almost a tier by himself for me. He's like in between tier one and tier two. But I mean, th- that's the, that's the pool of talent, I think. Okay. So I got a question about Xavier Hutchinson from Iowa State. So that's a name that's been kind of floating around a little bit. That could be a possible fit. I mean, I mean, do you do you think he'd be a fit here in Kansas City or? Yeah, I, I, it's kind of weird. Like, I think any receiver can find a role in this offense. Almost like there's not a ton of guys that aren't going to fit. It's just a matter of Andy always says, like, how are we going to exploit your talents and exploit your strengths? Can Xavier Hutchinson be a part of this team and part of this offense? Yeah if that's the biggest investment that they make, like he's a bigger guy, he doesn't separate as consistently as you'd like to see. Cause it's one of those big long, you know, longer, big receivers. That's a little bit leggy and probably isn't going to create as much consistent separation. I mean, there's a role for him. He can win at the catch point. He's got the ideal frame and, you know, decent athletic testing. It's like, cool. Yeah. That, that all makes sense. But if that's the biggest investment they're making, I don't, I don't like that. I think they've got to. I think they got to swing bigger for more talent earlier in the draft. They, I, they, they, if they don't make a pick in the top sixty-three at receiver, like I'll be stunned. I will. I'll be stunned that if they don't take a receiver in the first two rounds. So I watched you last year, and you and the guys, Matt, Craig, BJ. Um, it was a lady on there too. I forgot her name. But in the first round, we trade up and get Trent McDuffie, which was a shock. To everybody on the panel, right? Uh, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Do do you see who who's that shocker guy? Do you see? Is it Miles Murphy? They trade up for if he starts to slide a little bit, or what's the kid in uh, Georgia that got all the off the field issues? Uh, Jalen Carter. Yeah, Jalen Carter. Yeah, yeah. If Jalen Carter is at pick twenty, I will eat some of my hair as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Clip that. Clip that. Uh, <laughs> what I is up with your Carter, hair? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'm just coming up with something. I just, you know, think I, I'm not going to eat a hat, so I'll just eat a hair. Um, Miles Murphy makes sense as a guy, maybe that like it does seem like 
we on the outside are probably a little higher on Miles Murphy than the people on the inside are uh, in the NFL. I think he's a guy I'd, I'd be comfortable trying to move up for. And I, I, he, I don't know if he's a surprise at this point. The thing is, is like Trent McDuffie was just completely off the reservation, off the map for all of us. None of us even had that in our heads. You know, he doesn't fit the, the typical Steve Spagnuolo profile. He's not as big or long as he typically prefers. He just kind of came out of nowhere. So uh, I, that was a stunner. I, as, as far as a true stunner is concerned at a position of need, like if. Well, was it a stunner because he didn't fit the profile or was it a stunner that he was available? I thought it was both. more that he was Honestly, available. It's both. But like, even when we were looking at things, I don't remember having the conversation on air about like, maybe the Chiefs will trade up for Trent McDuffie. Like, Maybe that'll happen. I don't remember even thinking that was a possibility, but when they finally did, it was like, okay, all right, you just took a potential blue chip player. That's great. So, I mean, go for it. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's a, I don't know if there's a guy that's going to really surprise. Like I could see, and it's probably because like to your point country early, like there's so many positions that make sense. Like if they traded up for a tackle, wouldn't be surprised that they trade up for a receiver. Wouldn't be surprised. Trade up for an edge. Wouldn't be surprised there's plenty of players that make a ton of sense. And if they feel conviction about grabbing one, they're going to do it. All right. Okay. So Maddie Lane, uh, I want to, I want to address this too. Uh, Cause that's a new name that we haven't discussed on this show, on this platform yet. So Grant DuBose, is he the <laughs> biggest sleeper in this draft? No, he's yes, not. He's trolling. <laughs> oh, that's a joke. <laughs> Jeez. He's fine. Uh, He's just, uh, he's another guy. He's a big, long kid, big catch radius, actually. Um, not a great route runner, not a great separator, but had some kind of ability catching the football through contact and finishing some plays through contact. He's a day three guy. I think we have him relatively high in the KCSN draft guide, but he's been a point of contention for all of us this whole time. So I think he's just trolling right now. So, so, Ken. Ken, we we have been friends for a while, and uh, uh, I consider you a friend. If we if we draft a, a tight end in the first round, will you put some money on my bail? Some money on your what? On my bail, because I might go to jail for rest of the stage. <laughs> oh, your bail? Uh, <laughs> out of anger? I couldn't hear. I sorry. I thought you said Bell, like Blake Bell. No, Ken, you sleepy. <laughs> You sleepy kid. What? You sleepy man. Uh, no. <laughs> I won't. Especially after that. And, uh, yeah, after that, would, no. Would you like if they took a tight end? You'd just be furious. No, I wouldn't be furious. I mean, you just said you'd rush the stage. Uh, I was trying punch, to make a joke and punch yeah. Roger Goodell in the face. That's what I heard. I was so. Chuck might do that. I'm not. Wait, hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. You I'm know, crazy. I'm not that crazy. You at least try to trip him or something. I mean, if, if it's the right. <laughs> if they if okay. they grab a tight end, they're good. There's some good tight ends in this class. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be pissed. I'll be honest. I'm oh, not gosh. gonna be pissed. It just depends on which one it is. We'll see. Okay, I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask you the same question I asked on the last episode, like. Regarding Kelsey's age and whatnot, and I guess the length of time it takes to develop a great tight end, like would they would this be the time now to maybe look at a tight end in this draft class? I'm not saying like 
it has to be like the first pick or first few picks, but would that be something to consider? Yeah. Because this tight end class is really good. There's like a lot, there's a lot of guys in this class that I'd be happy seeing the Chiefs grab. So if they take one in the top 100, I'm not going to be mad even a little bit. Um, because there's, there's good football players. Just there's 15 good time tight ends that you'd be happy getting on, you know, getting on your team. So if they go do it, yeah, I'm, I'm totally content. Even if it's round one, like there's some guys I'd really like. And if they're grabbing a guy like that, there's a plan for them. There's a plan for them. It better be. <laughs> maybe that, maybe that tight end will be able to afford your bail. Yeah, maybe he'll maybe. help you. No, I'm not. I'm tripping. Mm. Um, we've been asking uh, our last two guests, uh, Daniel Harms, uh, Zach Eisen. Who was your favorite pick from last year's draft? Wow. Like after the fact or when it happened? Hey, hmm. see, nobody's asked that question. See how smart Zach Ken what? is. That's because you had you know you had Danny and Zach on. So oh, ooh. oh she's dang. So yeah, <laughs> after, those, let's go after the fact. Those are my guys, relax. <laughs> um <laughs> let's see. Let's uh, go at, let's go both. At my the, favorite at the one when it happened was probably Sky. Mm-hmm. My favorite one after the fact is probably Jalen Watson. I mean, we like we had a third round grade on Jalen Watson in the KCSN draft guide, so we thought pretty highly of him. So for him to go and be a seventh round pick and then ball out makes us look all right. So I'll go with that one self servingly. <laughs> so did we clear, the fact did we that we got seventh round, or what? yeah, they they crushed it, dude. Seventh rounds are <sighs> dude. Nazi Johnson's a good seventh round pick. People don't realize that, right? Like mm-hmm. not what Nazi Johnson did as a contributor on special teams and sticking around on the roster for a whole year is like super valuable for a seventh round pick. And like, he's just getting overshadowed because Jalen Watson and Isaiah Pacheco are drafted in the seventh round too. Like that. She's killed it is incredible. So yeah, like they, they crushed it. Jordan is always going to be Berlin speaks. It's never going to change. Yeah. Without question. <laughs> it's never gonna touch. <laughs> um, yeah. What up, DJ? So, Scratch? huh? I was reading DJ Scratch's comment. He said, "What up?" Oh, okay. What's up, Scratch? Um, so, so, what do you do after after the draft, man? Do you do you like decompress for a week, or are you taking some time off? Are you spending some time with the kiddos, oh, the yeah. beautiful wife you got. All that, man. Actually, I got to do all the things that I around the house that I've been neglecting. (laughs) (laughs) That my wife is very graciously just let me not do. So, like, I'll do all that and yeah, just relax, man. Hang out with the kids, all that stuff. Like, I can't wait. April's fun. Like, this is like this is as fun as anything. Like, I love doing this. Don't get me wrong, but it's gonna be nice to have a little bit more like time to breathe. Like, we just. Like the book just got done on Wednesday. That's always a big, you know, check mark. And then the end of the draft, like that's always a big one too. And then, yeah, we're going to get a couple months to just kind of like recharge and, you know, maybe take a vacation or two. So yeah, dude, I can't wait. It's, it's a grind. Yeah. I want to ask you about this. I want to ask you about the grind, man. So like, how do you mentally prepare yourself to 
you know, get started like with the draft guys every year? Like, how do you mentally prepare yourself for that? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just wait. No, it's <laughs> I don't know, man. Like it, it just we kind of just all pull together in the same direction, and that makes it a lot easier. So like we all are just in it together. We all know we're about to overcome. We're about to you know take on a beast. Um, we're about to take on a big project, and we all just kind of just suck it up and start doing it. And it gets a lot easier as the season goes on because it gets more exciting, closer to the draft, and more energizing, and can pay more attention to it. So. I mean, it's it's fun. It was a lot of fun. I had so much. It's probably the most fun I've had uh, in a while doing the draft guide this year. Was Jacob involved? Jacob Zach, Morley was yeah. him. Yeah, Jake was okay. still involved. We added Zach Eisen to be part of the team. Um, we added a little bit more help as well and made some of that stuff a little bit more easier to manage and all that stuff. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> Matt is in a rare mood today. <laughs> he killed it in the comments. Matty might be drunk. I know Craig is. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, hey, but yeah, y'all got that. Y'all got that liquor company. We we got um uh Paul's liquor on uh 50, 55th and Truce is our sponsor. There you go. Go so check we out. Got, we got we got three sixty and holiday right there. Right there. Oh, shout out three sixty Hi, Craig. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Why would you throw his coffee on the beard? Dude, I oh, Jordan, I bought Jordan. I bought Jordy. I bought him a really nice latte. He spilled everywhere. And then I bought him a bunch of Chef J. And he threw it, <laughs> he threw that on the floor too. So I'm definitely telling Boogie you said that, Kev. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. So 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 what makes what makes what, what do the Chiefs do that makes Kent come out of this? On day three, and say, "Man, I put in a lot of hard work, and and it paid off." I mean, the, the Chiefs can do nothing that's going to make me feel like that. Nothing. They're, they're, what they do doesn't have any bearing on all this. But if you're asking me, like, what I want to happen, what's going to make me feel good? Yeah. I mean, I mean, getting, and it's more not what the it's it's the it's a good receiver falling to the Chiefs. It's or a, a really good player that we don't think is going to be there, like a Brian Brissy falling to the Chiefs, and then being able to address the receiver position with like Mims or Mingo, Jonathan Mingo, the old Miss receiver, somebody like that, like something like that to kick off your draft. I'm gonna be good. Like I, I something something in that range would just be great. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that something good could happen there too. Like it seems like the Chiefs are kind of spreading around their top thirty visits. Like those aren't the end all be all. Don't get me wrong, but it's just very interesting how they're approaching it because they seem to be taking a lot of back end of the first round guys and bringing them in for visits, and I find that very interesting. So, so we got a. I know y'all don't allow trolls and stuff in your comments, but we have a Bengals fan who says. What do the Chiefs need to do to be able to compete with the Bengals when they don't have three starting old linemen and a lot of help from the refs? Someone from Discount Cleveland's talking? <laughs> I love it. No uh, Columbus. No Columbus, Ohio, buddy. Thanks for yeah, – I I don't know. Uh, the The ring's too loud. 
the you know the ring's too yes. heavy for uh, yes. for for anybody to be worrying about anything. I'm apologizing for nothing. I don't care. You could you could say that you could you could come out and tell me that the refs were actually paid by the Chiefs, and I'd still I'd hold the ring up. Like, <laughs> cool. That sucks for you. That must feel worse. I hope right, it's you see true. this damn shirt. Yeah, you see this damn shirt. <laughs> I apologize for nothing. How's it feel to lose? How's it feel to lose to Marcus Kemp and Patrick Mahomes on a bad ankle? My goodness, <laughs> a grandpa leg. <laughs> Mahomes beat you with Kent, a grandpa leg. Kent, this is actually a children's show, and and what you're saying is so explicit. Yeah, I'm, and that's, hurtful. That's me. Well, that's. I mean, <laughs> I don't care. If you got a Bengals, if if you got a Bengals fan listening to a Chiefs show, they're ready to to feel this pain. Joseph Osai was three feet late. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love Kent. This is Kent, Kent is one of the, Kent is one of the best shit talkers of any Chiefs platform. What? Eddie, <laughs> I'll take it. Really? I can't believe I'm getting that, but I'll take it. Really? No, I'm being serious, Kent. I'm being serious, dog. You just to come with it. Hey, ask Matt. You didn't see me dig Sully a grave two nights ago? No. He oh, came I out. I saw it, brother. I saw it. I'll just check it out now. You and Sully, <laughs> you and Sully fighting again? Nah, when you know. Not fight? When did they not you gotta fight? You got to get it out of your system. got to get it out of your system. But, uh, Kent, man, like I said, I consider you a, a friend, and, and you're a great guy. And thank you for getting me in this house because you what he what Kent did and getting me in this house, he walked me through the entire process. I bought it. And now I got it. And now I got a shitty house because of Kent. Wait, what? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> did you get nah, me? Like I, I, <laughs> I forever love you. And when I catch up yeah. on Mandalorian, we really gonna talk. But yeah, um, man, dude, you know you're my guy. You always have been. I mean, you were on the first season of any podcast I did ever. You're on the season finale of uh, you're on the season finale of the the AP draft show. Talk about Derek Nottie, run stopper, run stopper. Yeah, there it is. I mean, that's the only guy. That's the only guy from this draft that stuck around. I was I was lucky, man. I was well, blessed. Every time I see Derek Nottie's name, that's all I think about is that though. Run stopper. Yep. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, Kent, I want to ask you this real me, quick. Kent got me sneaking out of the bed at 2 in the morning and say, <laughs> run. I'm going to ask you this, Ken, real quick, man, real quick. Okay, so you saw the other news today with uh, Jeffrey Simmons. He got his new deal, right? Mm -hmm. So he had a four-year extension, $94 million, um, $66 million guarantees, a $24 million signing bonus. So but essentially, he's under contract for – just a smidge over 104 million for over five years. So is this the needle for anything in regards to Chris Jones, or he's just waiting on Quentin Williams to come up with his deal? I think I think the fact that that number's so low relative to like you know big market changes and big market swings and all that stuff, I think that's actually pretty helpful for the Chiefs. Like, yeah, if Chris is under, I think Craig said something today. Like if if Chris is under 25 million. That's reasonable. And Jeffrey Simmons getting 23 and a half actually really helps. Um, and it, it helps a lot, honestly. So I think that I think I'm more optimistic that the Chiefs can get something done with Chris than I was uh, six hours ago.
So I feel good about it. So what's the timetable for you? Because last time Chris Jones uh, got, got an extension here, it was in July. So, I mean, what's the what's the timetable for you as far as Chris Jones getting something done? I think it's the same thing. I think it's probably later in the year. I, it's after the draft. You're not going to get any movement after the draft. Maybe you get a little bit of help here. You know, maybe you get some cap relief by extending Chris and you're able to make a few more moves after the draft. But honestly, I think it's probably July. Like, I don't think it's going to be something that just happens right now. So um, I, I would bet same kind of thing. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, that's about right. That's what I was thinking, too. So, yep. Hey, man, we enjoyed you, man. Uh, thanks for always stopping by whenever I call. Of course. Absolutely. I appreciate, I appreciate the sporting voice stopping by and catching another L. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun hanging out with you guys. So, yeah, talk to you next year. <laughs> next year. <laughs> no, I'm bringing All right, you kid. back, man. I'm bringing you back after the draft. We got to analyze this thing. Right. Let's do it. All right. All right, Ken, get you some sleep, man. Yeah, I'll catch y'all later. Sleep. Kiss the babies for us. I will. I'm going to go All sit right. right now. <laughs> All right, bro. Peace. The beautiful Ken Swanson. Ken Swanson. What a handsome guy. Yeah, what a handsome guy. Who knew so he was so business, uh, though? Oh, man. Oh, man. I, I loved it. I loved it, dog. He put he just put sporting voice into Greg, man. He put him six feet under. <laughs> Tucker, you next. I need Tucker back on the show, man. It's been too long. Tucker and Jordan. Yeah, Tucker and Jordan has been be a back. very long time. I mean, it's, y'all, back, y'all yeah. back on the same squad now, so yeah, we, we had bring 15, them back. We had 15 subs when Tucker came on. <laughs> Yeah, at the very beginning, bro. Yeah, very beginning. <laughs> we just trying to get it out the mud, man. We still kind of getting out the mud, but it's a lot better than what it was then. So we taking the stairs, man. Yeah, taking the I stairs, mean, not the cheap way. So I feel like it's more rewarding uh, that way. So yeah. Who you got in SmackDown tonight, Jimmy or Sammy? Oh, that's tonight. I mean, Jay or Sammy. I ain't, I, mean, I forgot those tonight, man. Shoot, I, don't know, bro. I don't even know, bro. I ain't, I ain't gonna hold you, bro. I don't even know. <laughs> so, so um, uh, next week we do have a very, very special guest. Uh, Ryan Tracy is coming back through, which is always a pleasure. And then we have the ever, ever so lovable Arrowhead Tom, my guy from Kingdom Says. Uh, it's coming through, and uh, we're going to keep trying to knock this draft content out, man. This is a guy that I want. So um, I don't know if I want Matt Miller more or Brett Coleman. I want both of them. Pause. On the show. So let's make that happen. Let's yeah, make that mind. happen. I wouldn't mind both. You know, I wouldn't mind. I mean, whoever, whoever, whoever we can get, you know. Whoever we can get. And we gonna we gonna dive into this draft thing. So hit him with the sponsor. <laughs> yep. Let's go. Let's go and do it, man. Let's go and do it before we get oh. up out of here. Oh, I see your uh, homage. I mean, the only thing they got going on for the special is the buy one get one forty percent off heart to fart items. I mean, don't ask me what that is, but I, what I saw is that some shirts that, that said like I love to fart and. I don't know. <laughs> what? That'd be that, that would be something I would get, but yeah. 
But here's what they do have, though. They got the NFL local collection going on still. Uh, if you need something for the NFL draft, some new gear, hit the website. They got some items available, whether you're a Chiefs fan or a fan of the other 31 teams in the league. Uh, still, the MLB season is underway. That just begun, so you got the Retro Helmet Series. The teenage Royals Mid- win! Mid- yeah, they got another dove. Shoot, about Yay! <laughs> so we got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Collection in the NBA. NBA <laughs> playoffs right around the corner. And they also got the NBA on fire collection. So that's just some of the few things that Homage got going on their website. So copy some gear and pay Homage. Pay Homage. So like we said, man, we'll be back. A Tuesday show, John. Don't miss the show. It's like twice you didn't miss the show. I'm, I'm upset with you right now. <laughs> Taco Tuesday. So Taco Tuesday, man. We're gonna have a great Ryan Tracy on. It should be fun. Um, and and over the week, like over the next couple of days, don't be afraid to tweet us individually or tweet the uh the podcast page of guys that you think that we should bring up. Uh, and not the running back, Kareem, not you. Other guys <laughs> that we haven't discussed and talked about. Let's Let's get some new guys and try to cover the whole spectrum of the draft. So, hey, yo, I love how <laughs> DMAC is now cooking sport voice in the comments as well. So, yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Hey, listen, <laughs> man. Listen, man. It got the people going. Now it's stuck in my head, you know. So, <laughs> it gets the people going. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, I did it for y'all. I did it for y'all. That's why I did it. So, D-Mac, holla at me, man. We need to work on something, too. So, all right. D-Mac, we, um, D-Mac, we need you on the show soon. So. I don't know if we need him on the show, but we definitely need to talk to him. <laughs> I'm just playing, d I'm joking, D-Mac. I'm joking. Now, nah, D-Mac is my boy, though. Uh, so, uh, Kingdom Cast, like, share, subscribe. We are very close to hitting 700. I think we are 26 away. If you yes, have not subscribed, get us subscribe. to that 700, y'all. Get us to that 700. Let's get to 700. Let's get to 700. The 700 Club. You remember that old show that used to come on back in the days? The 700. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pat Roberts, yep. I think. <laughs> yep. Pay, pay programming or Sunday morning. Put your hands to the screen and amen and God bless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Y'all be easy. I got to go pick up my daughter from Worlds of Fun. Y'all be easy. All right. Take we out of here, y'all. Hey, Sporting Voice. <laughs>